Okay, I need everyone, if you have the ability to, take out something to take notes on. Like, I'm not joking. Whether that's like your phone or you have like a piece of paper and a pen. If you don't have anything to take notes on, just listen really well and then write it when you get home. Like, I'm serious. Because what I'm about to do, guys, is I'm about to give you a scriptural principle from the gospel that if you apply it to your life immediately will change your life forever. And I want you guys to be able to not forget it. So I'm going to give you a little moment. So grab whatever you can. Even if you got your phone, pull out your phone. It's totally cool. Put it in the notes section and just like write some notes. Totally cool. All right. All right. So the way this homily is going to work is it's going to have three parts. Okay. So the first part of the homily, I'm going to basically just give you the principle. I'm going to simply give you the principle. Second part, I'm going to explain the principle itself, like what it means understanding, and you use a particular analogy and imagery to explain this principle. Then the last part is I'm actually going to apply it to our lives, like the application of when we leave this church, how you can apply this principle to your lives right now, and if you do it, it will change your life forever. You guys ready? Are you ready? They're ready. You're not ready. That's fine. They will not share their notes with you, okay? Awesome. All right, you guys ready? Here's a principle. Here it is. Don't eat your seed. You're like, what? I'll say it again. Don't eat your seed. Okay? Don't eat your seed is the principle. Now, you might be like, that makes no sense. Exactly. I'm going to explain it to you right now. So we're kind of in a season, right? October, November, you have fall. Right, and like pumpkins are like awesome. Right, you think of like October, you think of pumpkins. And I remember as a kid growing up, right, you'd clean out the pumpkins and the seeds. And like you'd clean them out, you'd like season them, you put them in the oven, and you have these awesome baked pumpkin seeds. So good. Right, and then I also knew there were people that actually would take some of the seeds, not all of them, but they'd take like a portion of the seed and then they'd plant it. Right, they plant the seed, and then, like, as time went on, they wouldn't be able to eat all the seeds, obviously, in that moment, right? Because they portioned out some, they planted them, and then as time went on, they actually multiplied the amount of pumpkins and seeds that they could actually have, right? They didn't have to wait till the next year to get a pumpkin and pumpkin seeds, but because they took out a portion of the seeds that they had, and they didn't eat every single one of their seeds, they were able to have more seeds later, to multiply what they actually had, right? So don't eat your seed. Simply put, my brothers and sisters, is don't eat everything that is given unto you, but you must invest some of it. So we have a kind of in our culture this uh, idea of spending Versus investing, okay? So when I say spending, what I'm talking about is usually we spend things without thought, right? Like everyone kind of knows the Amazon one-click button, right? It's a super scary button. It's awesome but scary at the same time, right? You like kind of think about things. You don't really think about things. Boom, you click it. It's done. It's over, right? Or, hey, I'm hungry. Where do you want to go eat? Let's go to Wendy's. Boom, without thinking. Now, investing is different. Investing is intentional, 
I'm like thinking about where do I want to do it like this time or this money? What am I going to invest it in? It's intentional. But spending things, we at times don't really like have this intentionality. We kind of just do it without thinking. I'm spending money on this. I'm spending money on this. Versus I'm going to use this money or I'm going to use this time and I'm going to invest it. Now, my brothers and sisters, the Lord is an amazing investor. Literally, the Lord is an amazing investor. He invests his life into things. And the Lord longs and desires to get a produce for fruit to be born. That's, he's all about that. The Lord's all about increase. Totally about increase. Right? The Lord actually has an attitude and a mentality of investing rather than spending. And because we're made in the image and likeness of God, God actually wants us to participate as well in this reality of investing. This reality of not eating all your seed. Of actually being able to invest a particular portion for the sake of having greater multiplication. Greater ability to have more. An abundance. Right again, it says within John's gospel that the Lord desires that we bear much fruit. Fruit that remains. Right? He says that he came that you may have life, life in abundance. The Lord is all about abundance. He wants us to flourish. And so in the actual gospel, the Lord is laying down particular principles to assist us to flourish, to live in abundance. And the principle is based on investing that which we have been given. Because my brothers and sisters, everything that we have is a gift from the Lord. The Lord has entrusted it with us. He's entrusted these gifts and things that we have from time to money to children, right, to our family life. They're gifts that God has given us. And we can have a mentality of spending rather than investing and begin to lose out on the abundance and flourishment that the Lord actually desires us to live in, okay? Now, what I'm going to do right now, we're going to apply it to three things, three areas Right, that we're called to be intentional. I'm going to give you three areas in your life that you can be intentional right now. And I'm going to explain them via scripture, explain them via the gospel of how it works. Right, so the first area, guys, where we're called to be intentional, we're called to invest, is money. Second one, relationships. Third one, the Lord. Right, so money, the first one, we're actually called to invest. We're actually called, so it's interesting, in the gospel, the, the master entrusts right, them with five talents, with two talents, with one talent. And it says, I don't know if anyone caught this, it says that once the master left, the servant with the five and the two talents immediately went and began trading and getting more. Immediately. Right? What this actually reveals is when we get paid, serious, when you get paid, you should actually be taking out 30% and living off 70. I'm going to explain this. 10% always goes to the Lord. It's the Lord's. 10% is the Lord's. You need to make sure you tithe back into yourself. So you need to invest into yourself and your family, which would be another 10%. Right? Say you have like a particular, like maybe you have a bill that's higher than others. Okay. I'm going to pay the bill from the 70, but I'm also going to take this extra 10% that I've already taken out, and I'm going to apply it to that bill to get it down more. Or I'm going to put this extra 10% 
in maybe my son's college fund for one day so that when he gets a particular age, I have the money that's already there. Or I might invest it in other different things. Right? So there's a reality that once a money actually comes in, immediately you should be taking some out to reinvest. Immediately. Because if you don't, you're going to eat all your money. You'll, you'll live paycheck to paycheck. You'll live in scarcity rather than in abundance because you didn't take out immediately and reinvest. And sometimes people are like, well, that's really hard. I live paycheck to paycheck. Okay, well, the question then is, are you spending your money or are you investing your money? Right? There are reality of brothers and sisters that we might need to change certain things to look, okay, what am I spending my money on? Is there value in it? Am I getting a return on it? Right? It's like, well, I don't have that much money to invest. Well, you're not, you can start with a little. But these are real principles. The reality of money, my brothers and sisters, is real. To where when you get paid, so you get paid every two weeks, conform your life to invest 30 and to live off the 70 completely. So that even if there's famine and difficulties come, you already have that investment ready to go no matter what, that it can give more back to you. Because if you don't, it's really common that you'll eat your seed. You won't have enough for when times are more difficult, even right now. It's like in COVID, you want me to invest? Yes, invest now. Invest now. We want to start to invest, even through reality. So money is a gift that God gives us, and God actually wants to bless us and have more. He wants to allow us to utilize the gift of money for we be able to give him glory, but there's principles of investing. So a simple principle in regards to money. Take out 30 immediately. Take the gift that God gave you and immediately go out and try to make more in the sense of you're investing it. Tend to the Lord. Tend to your family or yourself in one particular way. And tend to something else. And discern about that. Where do you want to put that? Whether that's in stocks or this or that. All these particular ways. You want to invest it. Don't eat all your 100% of the money you receive every two weeks. And if that's what's happening, then you want to reorder that what you're spending to make sure that you're able to do that. They're going to be sacrificed. Sure, you can't eat all the seeds at once, but you might be able to then eat seeds for a year if you invest and put a couple seeds in the ground, right? I'm going to be hungry for a little bit, and then I will be in abundance for a long time after with the principle of investing versus just spending, okay? Next one is relationships, Right? So a lot of times when we think of like investment, we think of money. But my brothers and sisters, we're not just called to invest money, but we're called to invest in people. Do you know that Jesus and God himself invests in us? He invested and gave us his spirit. He invested in you and me. He literally gave us a light to live within us. Why? So that our light may shine so that others may see their good deeds and give glory to God. That we actually, he's invested in us. He's entrusted his very divine life. And so our relationships must be invested in. Right? It's interesting. So uh, I was thinking about it, right? Like every Sunday, I give you guys a homily. And I could have a mindset of like, man, I got to spend five hours or three hours in prayer and think about what I'm going to give them. Or I can be like, no. I'm going to take these four hours and I'm going to invest in my people. I'm going to spend these four hours in prayer and I'm going to invest this time so that I can give them something. I can invest into them. It's what I'm doing right now, if you didn't know. I'm investing into you. It's what the homily is about. I'm investing into your hearts so you can apply something and immediately get greater produce. 
And that's, I need to see that reality as a priest. I'm investing in you. I'm investing my time in you, right? Or husbands and wives, right? So many times there may be difficulties in relationships. And it's like there are all these things you could do to grow, and yet you see it, right? As, I don't want to do this. Or it's too difficult. Wait, no, 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 no. You're investing in each other, which has an invaluable reward. Or what about your family, your kids? Giving time to your kids, sharing your heart. Sharing the gospel, teaching your kids the faith. My goodness, you are literally assisting their soul to grow. Like, what if you had all this time when they were young and you taught them the faith and you loved on them and you allowed them to experience that you were present? Man, your child would grow up and probably have a deep faith life. They'd probably be in love with the Lord in a way that's going to bring you amazing joy that you invested into your family. You invested versus, man, I don't want to spend this much time. Man, I don't want to go do this. Uh-uh. Investing in relationships and friendships. Right? A situation where, you know, someone's hurting. One of your really good friends is hurting. And you might have to spend six hours with them, right? And then I go, oh, man, I lost six hours of my time. No! I invested six hours of my time and I poured into that person to love them, to bless them, to assist them. I'm investing into that person. That they may be able to go out and love. That our relationship would be even more, be able to flourish in a greater way. Right, so it's a mentality of investing rather than spending, my brothers and sisters. It's a mentality of the Lord. Right, so we're not only called just to invest money for the sake of being able to not eat the seed, but also our time and in relationships. Right, like, no, I, I want to invest in you. I want to give my time to you, and I'm going to invest it. I don't see it as a loss. No, 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 no. I'm actually going to receive, and there's going to be a greater gain because I'm investing in you. You're valuable for me to spend time with. There's a value in being able to invest within you just as God himself invests in us, right? It's the same reality of evangelization. I mean, brothers and sisters, we've been given the gift of God, and the Lord himself desires us to share that gift, to go out and to proclaim the goodness of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Why? So that a soul, I'm going to invest in maybe someone I don't know, that they may know Jesus, and their soul knowing Jesus grants them this amazing gift of eternal life, right? We're investing through evangelization, through our own family, through friends, right? So in relationships, my brothers and sisters, we're called to invest time, invest in people. And when we do that, when we invest within people, we're gonna be able to actually experience a greater abundance in that relationship, in their ability to experience the Lord himself. Last one, is the Lord. Is our relationship ultimately with the Lord? Right, sometimes our brothers and sisters, we forget that, no, 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 I, I have to invest in the Lord. I have to give the Lord time. I have to literally put forth time and energy in my relationship, right? Like you might have 24 hours a day, but how much time are you giving of the 24 hours to the Lord, right? We got to take a portion of the time and pull it out, right? It's like, listen, I got 24 hours in a day. That means 30 minutes of it at least is going to be for the Lord. I take that out every single day. I only have 23 hours and 30 minutes in my day. Why? Because 30 minutes of that is at least for the Lord, and no one's going to take that away. That's his. I take that away every single day, and I put that here, and I'm going to give him at least 30 minutes, right, of literally being that intentional. Or sometimes, right, there are things to which the church can offer of us growing in our spiritual lives, and sometimes it actually can cost money, and people can get upset. 
And it's like, I'm not going to pay for that. It's like, well, you'll spend $100 a month on Starbucks, but you won't spend $50 or $100 to experience greater nourishment that can last for eternity? Uh Uh-uh. We should be investing in our relationship with the Lord, investing our time, even at times our money, and growing in a deeper relationship with the Lord. Why? Because it's worth it. You are going to receive a far greater reward and abundance when we begin investing in things that have value, right? And so our Lord's really clear, right? Even if you have a little, right, he gives us, even if it's a small amount, he's like, you're faithful in small matters. Like, I'm gonna give you more. Thank you for being faithful. Thank you for even saving and and investing this 30% or 20%. I know it's small, but it doesn't matter. Thank you for doing that. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to give you more. Thank you for investing in these people. Thank you for investing in me. I'm going to give you more of me. I'm going to be able to give you and allow your heart to flourish in greater ways. Why? Because you invested. Right? You, you, you were, had, were intentional. You were intentional about taking and investing, and you didn't eat your seed. You didn't just eat it all. You didn't just waste your 24 hours and not invest it into something that's going to be able to create value in greater abundance within your heart and your life, right? You didn't waste all that I gave you. The Lord has given us so much, and he wants to give us more, my brothers and sisters. But if we don't follow particular principles of investing, the Lord won't give us more. He actually, it's interesting in the gospel, he'll actually take and then give it to someone else who will take care of it. It's really interesting. Why? Because the Lord loves abundance. The Lord wants increase. The Lord is all about living in the abundance. And he set forth through this gospel, brothers and sisters, that when we receive things from the Lord every single day, whatever that might be, we want to immediately begin to take some and portion it and live off like 70 and begin to invest the rest so that we can have more. I've given five talents, I invested it, boom, I now got five more. I have two, boom, I'm gonna invest it, now I got two more. It's always this principle mentality, my brothers and sisters, of investing rather than spending. We need to begin to invest, invest that the God, the gifts that God has given us. So in three simple areas, money, within relationships, and with the Lord. Those are the three areas, my brothers and sisters, that if you begin to not eat your seed, If you don't eat all of your seed in those three areas, you will experience an amazing abundance. If you struggle financially and you apply this principle, by next year, you won't be struggling that much with financial ability because you will be investing. You will have more than you did. Why? Because you simply added and applied a principle that God himself offered. If you apply this principle to relationships, right, with your husband and your wife, right, with great friends, you'll experience that your relationship will grow. It'll be more more solid. will flourish and have a greater abundance. Why? Because you invested. Same thing in your relationship with your Lord. Trust me, if you give the Lord a little bit of time every single day and you invest into your relationship with the Lord, you will have a freedom and a peace and a joy and a passion unlike you can never imagine or understand. But it's about investing, my brothers and sisters. It's actually a scriptural principle. The Lord does not want us to live in scarcity. He does not want us to live paycheck to paycheck. He does not want to live us to just get by. The Lord's not about getting by. The Lord's about abundance, and he wants us to begin to apply these principles of investing within money, within relationships, and within our relationship with the Lord himself, so that he can say, wow, you were faithful in these small matters. You know what? Let me give you more. 
Let me bless you more. Hey, I know it's a really difficult sacrifice, but I'm going to give you more. Thank you for being faithful. I want to bless you more. I want to give you more. And so we participate, my brothers and sisters, in the great investor of our Lord himself by being able to invest in these beautiful things that God has given us for the sake of being able to give them back and give him glory. Lord, thank you. Lord, you gave me this. I want to give you back more. Thank you. I want to invest in it for your honor and glory. I want to invest in this money for your honor and glory. I want to invest in my relationships for your honor and glory. And I want to invest in my relationship with you for your greater honor and glory. That's what it's about. It's not just a business principle, brothers and sisters. It came from Scripture. Investing is a Christian principle, not just a business principle. Businessmen are really smart and took it from the Lord. And we're actually called to apply this reality to these areas in our lives. So again, my brothers and sisters, don't eat your seed. But make sure that you portion out from money to your relationships, to your relationship with the Lord, and invest. So that in that investment, when you give the Lord five, you'll be able to get back ten. Always. That's what it's all about, my brothers and sisters. Let us begin to stop thinking and spending and begin to take on a mentality of the Lord himself, which is to invest. Always invest. Amen.